This podcast is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Enter hitched749, all one word, to get your .com domain at $7.49. Again, hitched749 to get your next .com domain for $7.49 at GoDaddy.com. You really want to know what love is? Yeah. Yes, tell us. More than anything in the world, Ron. Well... It's really quite simple. When you're married, you'll understand the importance of fresh produce. Shut up. Just shut up. You had me at hello. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with the fantastic and fabulous Diane Gotsman. Hi, Diane. Hi, Steve. I'm glad to be here. Uh, so, Diane, if you're uh, listening for the first time, is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, is the owner of the Protocol School of Texas, uh, also is the author of Pearls of Polish, uh, and today she's going to help us with a little Super Bowl etiquette. Um, we recognize that not everybody out there loves the Super Bowl. In fact, some people probably loathe the Super Bowl. Um, and, you know, when you're married to a football enthusiast, and we're not going to be gender biased here, it could be the wife or it could be the husband, um, you're probably going to go to a Super Bowl party. And that might not be the best thing. Um, so we are actually going to talk about um, just being a, a, a fan uh, proper etiquette and some of these tips will apply to if you're lucky enough to score tickets to the Super Bowl um, some of these tips will apply to uh, actually being in attendance and you know th this will carry over into the next season so while, while we're focusing on the Super Bowl today it, it's really because it's what's right around the corner and that's what everybody's buzzing about but you know, these are tips that you can uh, carry with you into the next season and probably even into other sporting venues. So, uh, Diane, with, right. yeah. The added value, Steve, is that they can use them at their high school football game, their kids' football game, or, you know, the so, so these are universal tips. But we're focusing on the Super Bowl, but they can use them anytime they go to a, a game. Now, being um, from Texas, do you go to a lot of high school football games? I'm, I know I'm stereotyping. <laughs> I know. Wait, that is really a stereotype. Do we go to more football games in Texas, do you think? I go to lacrosse games. My son oh. plays lacrosse, so there I am. There you are. All right. <laughs> and don't ask me anything about it. Okay? <laughs> I look like I know, and I'm still trying to figure it out after all these years. <laughs> so uh, let's start off. We'll, we'll focus on football, not lacrosse today, although, like you mentioned, <laughs> it could apply to lacrosse. Uh, and I'm sure you probably gathered a lot of the, these uh, etiquette techniques from attending your lacrosse games. Um, so what, what's That's the right. so when we're going to uh, one of these games, uh, what's the what's the first thing that we should look to do? Well, if you are sitting, if you are lucky enough to be sitting in a seat in the in the stands or in the suite at the Super Bowl. Wow. Or if you're sitting in someone's home watching the game from television or if you're at any other sporting event. You know, I say my first tip is to take your seat and that means what I mean by that is if you if you are really into the game and you're, you know, it's one thing to jump up and scream and holler and be part of the fun, but if everybody else has taken their seat and you're still standing, you are blocking the vision of other people. So you always want to be aware of the people around you. 
Okay. Now, if you're at home and you're at a party, is it is it okay to stake out a spot and kind of reserve that spot? <laughs> yeah, you mean kind of drop your napkin there or your drink? Yeah, you, you know, you, <laughs> you put your goofy cheese you hat on, put it on the seat cushion. Yeah, absolutely. You want to find your... You want to find the place that you'd like to sit at, go ahead and stake out your, your seat. Unless it's where somebody else is already sitting, you can't move it. You have to you have to go to a place that's that's available. Okay. Now <laughs> I have a feeling that's what you do. Okay. I would didn't even think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, uh, the second item is, uh, you know, I, th- I feel like it's pretty common sense when you're at the park, uh, at the stadium, is when the national anthem begins to play, out of respect, you take your hat off. Does that, do the same rules apply when you're in the living room? Well, <laughs> you know, that's a good question. And the, actually, the protocol is if you're in someone's home, take your, cap, take your baseball cap off anyway. So I'm going to say, you know, if the national anthem is going um, – you know, you're if you're the only person watching the television who's going to see you. But I really think that there is a form of respect when the national anthem is going, and we really do want to, especially if you're in a crowd and and you're showing respect to and for each other. You know, remove your hat and stand up. You know, when you're in the stadium seats. Yeah. Okay. And, Don't, and whatever you do, stay off that cell phone when the national anthem is going on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're saying even at a Super Bowl party, the proper etiquette, even if I'm wearing my colors on my head, it, it's proper etiquette to take it off. I, I shouldn't be wearing it. <laughs> if you're wearing your colors, <laughs> your hat, your yeah, yeah, my sports, my sports team, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna get a, <laughs> a bunch of slack from that, but I really think you know, first and foremost, and I know, and you know, my husband does the same thing. He wears that ball cap all over the place and you know some of us even wear it not me some of you even wear it backwards but it, i think if the national anthem is playing I, I do think you should take it off uh, are there are there loopholes when i arrive at somebody's house like I, can i wear a bandana or something <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> you I'm don't lo- have to take your bandana okay. off <laughs> i'm just i'm just looking for all the loopholes that i can i can represent right. my team okay that's right <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh the next one is um, you say keep your voice down to a roar and stay focused on the game. Well, what I mean by that is, you know, true football fans are actually screaming at, you know, with every decibel that they have in them. But, you know, and that's fine, except if everyone else can't hear, especially if you're sitting in front of the television at home and people are trying to hear and see what's going on and the commentator is making a comment it's during, you know, it's during a break, just you be cognizant, you be aware of what's going on around you. You mm-hmm. want to be considerate of the people sitting to the right and left and in front and in back of you. Okay. Now, um, does this, this also... Uh, includes the referee screaming at the ref. <laughs> yeah, you know that ref doesn't really care. You can be <laughs> screaming at him and hollering at him. You can't throw anything at him. But I don't think that they're going to change the course of that game just because you're yelling at him. So, although you do want to be respectful, and you know, I I always say, you know, you can be angry at him, but please don't be spewing profanities. And and you have to remember when you're screaming and hollering, and sometimes it does get out of line and inappropriate. There are kids around. So you really need to keep your comments G-rated. There's lots and lots of kids at these football games, at the Super Bowl, and at all kinds of other sporting games. So 
be respectful and responsible. Yeah, that, you know, that's a great point, too, particularly when you're talking like a Super Bowl party because, you know, usually people bring their whole family. It's not just a couple guys. It's usually right. families. Right, um, exactly. And if you've ever watched any beer commercial, you know that the chest bump is the uh, standard way that you show your enthusiasm to complete strangers, but you recommend that's not the way to go about it. Well, I think it's perfectly fine. It's you know, it's the the Super Bowl greeting, if you will. Except I think that you shouldn't bump a stranger, <laughs> especially if you're a man and the woman sitting standing next to you is a woman and you have never laid eyes on each other and she is not facing in your direction. There's cute, especially if your spouse is on the other side. I mean, you know, use common sense, and we get so carried away. And, uh, you know, not at the Super Bowl, but at a game I was at. This one man with his wife to the right, and he meant absolutely nothing by this. But he picked up this woman next to him and was swinging her around and hugging <laughs> her. And everybody kind of was shocked, and he realized it wasn't his wife. So, you know, you take a look who you're bumping before you start bumping them. There you go. <laughs> before you just bump them. And does that apply to high fives and fist bumping and all the other forms of enthusiasm? Well, you know, High five is a little less um, intimate, if you will. You know, yeah. you're, you're chest bumping a, chain, uh, a stranger, so you're going chest to chest. If you're high fiving the girl next to you and or the guy next to you, I think that's that's a little bit different because it's not as much contact. So I, I don't see anything wrong with a high five or a, you know knuckle bump or okay. whatever those those football <laughs> fans like you do. Yeah. Well, I will say for the record, I have never chest bumped anybody, so that's totally. <laughs> That's one of those fictitious things you see on TV. But anyways, uh, the, <laughs> the next thing that you uh, put on your list uh, for proper etiquette when watching uh, a, a football game is to monitor your booing. Yeah, and, you know, again, people are going to get excited and they're going to, they're going to make, you know, these disgruntled noises. But if there are, if you're in your home, and, and even, okay, we're, we're talking about Super Bowl, but let's talk about Little League here. I just have to say okay. it. Gosh, you know, we should not be booing these little kids that are out there playing. And because other, you know, it's, it's insulting, it's hurtful. And uh, I think that really there is, there is some courtesy involved when someone makes a bad call, makes, you know, has an accident, doesn't do, uh, you know, doesn't make the best shot or make the touchdown. So watch that booing. Okay. Well, I'll let the kids off this time, but. What if it's the Raiders? Can we boo the Raiders at least? I mean, I <laughs> okay. I realize you that, have got special compensation, uh, dispensation, not compensation, dispensation to boo the Raiders. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. See, I know it wouldn't happen in the Super Bowl, but you know, regular season. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, the, <laughs> you know, you just boo with discretion. There it is. Oh, that's okay, the, that's the rule. Boo I love with it. discretion. I love it. Uh, the next one, and this is this could be a really big one. And and again, in the setting of families gathering uh drink responsibly oh and that's just a given that's just a given whether you're at the super bowl whether you're at your whether in your living room you know watching the game or wherever you are your people are watching you it's not only the the respectful thing to do it's the responsible thing to do Mm -hmm. And, and as a host if you are hosting the super bowl and you have got drunk guests it's your responsibility to make sure that they get home safely, you know, mm-hmm. so plan that. If you see somebody uh, imbibing just a little too much, do you think you should, you know, throw on a pot of coffee or something, just kind of send the hint yeah, out there? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. 
and, and lose their keys for them. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's right. not your fault that those keys got lost. You know, they're all all the keys are in a drawer locked up someplace. Yeah, but, make you know, sure you, you'd want to be responsible. Give it to the sober spouse or the friend that lives next to them or something like that. Yeah. Right, um, right. So the next one you have here is, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but uh, keep, you know, PG-13 language and what is appropriate language? Yeah, and, you know, again, you're just going to use your best judgment. You're not going to be screaming profanities when there is a, a nine-year-old or a five-year-old or even a 16-year-old there. Now, I'm not saying that these 16-year-olds haven't heard it, but they shouldn't be hearing it from you. Yeah. You know, if they're if you're their mom or their dad or their brother or that, you know, it should not come from you. Okay. Does this apply if the Raiders are on TV? <laughs> <laughs> no booing, no profanity. I take back my first, <laughs> my first agreeable. You know, I'm going to let you. you I pushed, <laughs> pushed it too far. All right. Uh, no, That's right. Uh, and you know, there's some. There's a few things that if you were going to a Super Bowl party and you're taking someone with you, you know, so you're bringing your family with you and, and you're bringing some friends, make sure that they know what they're getting into. Make sure they know they're going to a Super Bowl party and they're yeah. not going to a, you know, they don't think they're going to a five-course meal because it's it's very different most of the time. Yeah, you know, I don't know if some Super Bowl fans have five-course, six-course, ten-course meals, but, you know, let them know where they're going. If they do, I want to be invited to that party. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so the next one, and again, this is another one we've already touched on a little bit, but, uh, dressing for the occasion. Wear your team colors. You know, you don't want to wear, if you're a girl, you certainly don't want to wear your stilettos and your, you know, really expensive clothes to this event when you know you're going to get popcorn and Coke and, and maybe some beer sloshed all over you. So be comfortable and be prepared to have fun. Mm Mm-hmm. So when you're when you're and if at you the, want to paint your face, go right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're talking about going to the venue, also you mentioned about paying attention to the weather, and you know, so if it's going to rain, bring bring a raincoat and uh, that's right. that sort of thing. That's right. That's right. You know, put a put an umbrella in your. You know, they have those tiny little umbrellas yeah. with the ponchos. Be prepared so you're not sitting there miserable. You know, the bottom line is you want to have fun. There you, you know, it's. It's, uh, it comes once a year. You know, you want to follow some of the basic rules, but you don't want to be so stiff. And uh, you want to be a welcome guest, not an unwelcome guest. Okay. Um, well, that, you know, they, these are all really great tips. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely make sure that we rerun this podcast when the, when the next season begins. But uh, this is going to first air right in front of the Super Bowl. So uh, I, hope, I hope these tips help. And I hope you guys are good Super Bowl guests. Um, I don't know if I should put you on the spot, Diane. Do you have a Super Bowl prediction, or are you? You, you, you have no, no idea who's even in the playoffs. I'm I'm Switzerland. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, here's one last tip for you, Steve. Okay. You cannot shamelessly brag after it's over. Okay. You just you can't rub their nose in it. Well. You can for maybe a day or two, but after okay. that, it's over. <laughs> I was going to say you got to give me some leeway because I know I'm going to get it. I'm, I, I'm a, a Broncos fan, and they squeaked into the playoffs. And you know, no, most people don't expect anything out of that team. And I know my friends are licking their chops for the first round of the playoffs because this is when we're recording this one when they play the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I know they're licking their chops, waiting for them to lose so they can tell me how awful Tim Tebow is and the rest of the team. So. 
Oh, well, I'm going to be a Broncos fan with you too. Then. Oh, there you go. Oh, I've already. <laughs> there you go. I got a convert. Thank you. Uh, all right. So yeah, tell me what the colors are, okay? <laughs> or, I'll know what to wear. <laughs> orange and blue. You might not want to support them very much longer. Uh, so that is going to do it for us this week. Uh, before you go, I want to remind everybody uh, all this great advice is coming from Diane Gotsman, uh, who is a nationally recognized etiquette expert, the owner of the Protocol School of Texas a company specializing in etiquette training for corporations, universities, and individuals. Diane is also the author of Pearls of Polish. You can get more at her website, diannegotsman.com. You can follow Diane on Facebook or subscribe to her uh, page on Facebook at Protocol School of Texas. And you can also follow Diane on Twitter at Diane Gotsman. Uh, I am on Twitter at Hitched Media. And uh, if you forget any of this information, of course, it's, you can always find it on hitchedmag.com. And please tell your friends. You know, we have a Facebook page, too. Like that. Follow us on Twitter. And uh, hopefully, you know, good luck to all you football fans out there. And I hope your team uh, does well as long as they're the Denver Broncos. Okay, that's going to do it. Until yeah, ne- go Broncos. <laughs> there you go. Until next time. Thanks, Diane. Thanks. Okay, bye, everybody. I just want to say one thing to my wife who's home. Yo, Adrian! I did it! They certainly got the idea. They feel free to express love. It's worth all those awful frank discussions at the dining room table. Hitched entertains, educates, and inspires married couples.